right, all you Streetlight Crusaders, and I guess a couple of you wrestling fans who are still up for tonight. Welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special, and now it's time for us to talk about what happened during the second half of Monday Night Raw from Ontario, California. And it's still weird to say, but it does exist on the map. And speaking of things that exist on the map and probably put things on the map for a certain championship, the next match that was up on Monday Night Raw this week would see none other than Dominic Mysterio going one-on-one -on -one against Dragon Lee for the North American Championship. Now, before we go into this match, I find it pretty ironic that Rey Mysterio is United States Champion and Dominic is North American Champion. Just point that out for those at home. But outside of pointing that out, folks, during this match, action would go back and forth in a cool Lucha Libre-like style, seeing Dragon Lee not only pulling off a modified version of a Hurricane Rada, leading to a rope flip plancha to the outside of the ring for a near fall. Even seeing Dragon Lee, and I got a feeling I'm missing a couple of kicks for this one, pull off, and I kid you not, a step up in Sigiri, super kick, and even a Hail Saban, modified version of a hesitation drop kick, still for a near fall only for him to take things to the next level with a nasty super kick and tiger knee only for a Mishinoku driver to be hit by Dominic Mysterio still for a near fall and then we would see Dominic Mysterio trying to go for the 619 but unfortunately the area code was busy this week with a nasty super kick and knee right to the face leading directly to a modified Tiger knee still for near fall but ultimately this match would end but before it does according to Carl and the Maestro with not only an apron hurricane rata to the outside of the ring and a dragon bomb for near fall but this match would end with Dominic Mysterio taking a little bit of lying cheating and stealing from his uncle Eddie and would magically be able to get Dragon Lee before he would pull off the flip DDT out of the corner only for Dragon Lee to get caught on the top rope Dominic Mysterio to take advantage with a frog splash Fibula Rasa style and for him to retain the North American Championship via pinfall. And immediately after the match was over would dedicate his win to Rhea Ripley. All right. But the reason why Rhea wasn't there to celebrate and the fact that they would have an interview with her would be none other than the irresistible force herself, Nia Jax. And Nia, who would get booed by Michael Cole, or more or less booed by the fans, and Michael Cole would ask her, why you been doing this for several weeks? Only for her to say that she is Nia Jax and she is the baddest human in WWE and would say that who did you guys think was the baddest before me? Rhea? She got squash. Shayna? Squash. Zoe Stark? Squash. Raquel Gonzalez? Squash. Chelsea Green? Squash. Piper Niven? Squash. And the reason why? Because she's the baddest human in WWE. And for Zoe Stark to prove that she wasn't squashed just yet, would come out to the ring and would say, Oh, that's big for you to do behind my back, but let's see you do something to my face. Come on, let's go. 
and then for Naya to push her to the ground, only for Zoe Stark to get back up and take it right to her. For this match to start, seeing Zoe Stark's going one on one against Nia Jax. Now, during this match, we would see Nia Jax still acting in dominating form by not only doing condominium smashes to Zoe Starks in the corner, but when she tried to go for a third, Zoe Starks, who got an advantage off of that, would keep her foot on the gas pedal with not one, not two, but three separate crescent kicks, then following things up with a step up in Siguri and even a springboard drop kick to try to drop Nia Jax only for her to pick her up on her shoulders to try to attempt the Z360 for her rotation to go from 360 right to zero or 180 in this case cause Nia Jax would squash her and after she would fail with that move, not only she would suffer the wrath of the guillotine leg drop on the bottom rope the same way that Rhea Ripley took it, but also would suffer the wrath of the Annihilator, aka the Bonsai Drop made famous by Yokozuna, and if you want to add Rikishi in there too, for none other than Nio Jax to win in dominating fashion and squashing yet another person a part of the roster via pinfall. And immediately after the match was over, we'd get booed for it. <laughs> Then immediately after that folks, next thing you know, we would see none other than main event Jey Uso getting interviewed backstage saying he's done with groups, that's the reason why he didn't join the Judgment Day, and the Judgment Day isn't his kind of people, and he wasn't gonna do Cody like that after going out on a limb for him and would say that in the main event tonight, if anything goes wrong during that match with the Judgment Day trying to pull anything off, he'll be right there, Us. And after that little announcement of things to come, folks, next thing you know, we would have another episode of Ms. TV. And on this week's episode of Ms. TV, we would see none other than the Scottish Terminator himself, Drew McIntyre. And seriously, I really wish he would go back to calling himself that, but nevertheless, we would hear Ms. call him either a conflicted hero or a coward. Only for Drew McIntyre when he came out would be dressed in all black unlike last week dressed in all white. Only for The Miz to say that he would have done the same thing he would. Only for Drew McIntyre to say he's nothing like you. But at the same time for The Miz to say that yeah what you did was The Miz move and would say that the reason why you probably did it was because of the fact that just like me, we were both WWE champion, we were both on top, then we somehow lost the championship, and you're one of the reasons why we really lost the belt in the first place, cutting that side deal with Lashley, did Miz forget that? But one thing Miz didn't forget and would bring up is the fact that he would suffer a hellacious beating by the bloodline in his homeland in Clash of the Castle and would say that he would suffer a humiliating loss in his own backyard thanks to the bloodline and then for Drew McIntyre to say karma's a bitch and the reason why he didn't help him was just because of that and then would follow up with asking him how does it feel to be upstaged by Cody for this week and then the New Day would come out and would say for shame the reason why did you do that 
We knew you were cold-blooded, but we didn't know you were that cold-blooded. And then for Xavier Woods to say, we used to call you Big D, but it looks like you were suffering from a little bit of shrinkage. Were you worried that the sword that you were carrying out there was going to go a little limp for helping him out? Only for Drew McIntyre to say that the only reason he didn't go out there is because of all the things that they did. And would even bring up the fact that the only reason Cody Rhodes helped is because he was cleaning up his own mess. And would say, why aren't you guys doing the same thing? Why weren't you out there during that moment where he was getting the daylights beaten out of him? And would even bring up the time where Xavier Woods, even though he didn't say it, but would bring up the time when King Woods got his crown stomped out by the bloodline and was even seeing Kofi Kingston being taken out by the bloodline too. So yeah, a bunch of valid points made by both sides only for things to end with Drew McIntyre telling the Miz to shut up once again. And the Miz would say, oh, when my hand goes up, your mouth goes, and it did go shut because he would get hit with a glass cow kiss. And immediately after that would lead into our next match of the night. But before then, we would then see... <laughs> we would see Kofi Kingston with Xavier Woods actually playing the trombone again and Michael Cole saying Francesca number 88 after the trust fall and the flying crossbody combination by Kofi Kingston for near fall. Only for a future suck DDT to get countered into a famous sir, which I got a feeling was a shout out to Dolph Ziggler by Kofi Kingston for near fall. Only for the future shock DDT to hit, only for that to be a near fall, only for Drew McIntyre to turn up the intensity by bringing back the inverted Alabama slam directly to the apron, but unfortunately would miss the Claymore kick, would get hit with an SOS for a near fall, only for during all this action in the ring, for outside of the ring, Ivar to beat the ever-living daylights flag tag out of Xavier Woods, not only throwing him against the barricade, hitting him with a spin kick, and also following things up with a Mike Knox cross body against the LED board that was by the ring barricade, which I still think looks cool, but at the same time, I didn't know it'd go that far up the ramp, but I digress because after that would take place, Kofi Kingston who watched that happen would immediately try to go outside the ring, get rolled over, and then get rolled on immediately after that with a nasty claymore for Kofi Kingston to lose this match via pinfall. But after the match was over, we would then see Drew McIntyre do the same thing he did during the main event of last week's edition of Monday Night Raw and just walk away from Kofi Kingston as we see Ivar laying elbow shot after elbow shot in the face of Kofi Kingston. And then would see Ivar pulling off a hellacious moonsault from the top rope as the New Day would get destroyed this week. And the reason why? An eye for an eye, because Ivar would say that they took Eric out of the game, and yeah, we would then see Valhalla screaming eye for an eye and making the eye motion as well. So yeah, revenge! <laughs> But besides that bit of revenge, folks, the next match that we have up is our main 
event of the evening, which would see none other than the Judgment Day going one-on-one against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the undisputed Tag Team Championships. And during this match where action would go back and forth and would see Damian Priest, well, I would say calm, but unfortunately during the start of this match, anything but it would lead to a slugfest in Budapest that would see Kevin Owens not only taking out none other than Damian Priest with a cannonball on the outside of the ring, but taking it to Finn Balor inside of the ring with a nasty frog splash, only for that frog splash to be followed up with a Green Bay plunge. Shout out to Mr. Kennedy, still for a near fall. Only for Finn Balor to come back with a shotgun drop kick and then even a coup de gras. Only for that to be stopped by Sami Zayn. Even the blue thunder bomb to Damian Priest that would get stopped by Finn. And Dominic Mysterio who would make his way to the ring would you do a modified rope hung jawbreaker leading into a Priest flatliner only for near fall. And then we would see Cody Rhodes making his way out to the ring as well as Jay because then we would see JD McDonough trying to help out the Judgment Day once again for Cody Rhodes to try to stop it. Pure bedlam at ringside but inside of the ring, KO or Kevin Owens would hit a stone cold stunner on Finn Balor leading into a halluva kick to Damian Priest but unfortunately just before they could put the titles around their waist it would get snatched by JD McDonald hitting him in the face with a title belt once again helping out the Judgment Day to keep the tag team championships in their camp with Damian Priest getting the pinfall and the win for the main event. And the Judgment Day would celebrate, but unfortunately not for long because Jay Uso and Cody would immediately come back from the backstage area, and then it would lead to an all-out brawl all around the ring, JD McDonald getting tossed over the announce table, Dominic Mysterio getting stunned in the center of the ring, even would see Adam Pierce getting knocked to the ground and just a waylay of a melee to close out Monday Night Raw for this week. But what will happen next week? Will the Shinies of Wizards take out the champion who might retain or won't retain? Will we see any form of decorum in a main event for Monday Night Raw with the Judgment Day around? And will we even see none other than anybody getting a shot at Gunther for that championship without any form of shenanigans from Imperium? We find out the answers to that and more next week for another exciting and thrilling chaotic edition of Monday Night Raw. And I guess with that said, folks, I think it's time for us to head back to that music once again. And when we return, we'll be back with more Streetlight Delight as the Tuesday Night Special rolls on right after this. So don't head downstairs for that post-midnight snack just yet, folks, and stay tuned. 